0: Hello and welcome to Helpline with Mother Craft Nurse, Chris Minogue on Feed, Play, Love. Every week, Chris is here to answer your questions, whether you have a baby who is not sleeping enough or uh, not feeding properly, a toddler who's not listening to you. It sounds like every parent yeah. goes through those things. But Chris has had over 30 years experience, so she knows how to help you navigate those different challenges that can come up with little people. There are a number of ways you can get in touch with us. If you're watching us live via Facebook, pop your question below the video. Um, if you want, you can call us on 1-800-543-772. But if you're listening via podcast, the best way to get in touch is to email your question to helpline at theparentbrand.com.au. Hello, Chris. How are you? I'm very well. Let's start helping people. You can start helping people. (laughs) Uh, This is a direct message on Facebook from Alicia. Yep. My son is six months old this week. He is a wonderful little sleeper and has been sleeping through the night from four months. Up until a month ago, he was sleeping from 7 till 7 every day. Most days, she was waking him up at 7. Then he started the early rising. First, it was 6.10. Then it was 6. And progressively earlier, now it's anywhere between 5 and 5.30. He usually will lie there quietly for half an hour. Then he will call out. Last couple of days, I have managed to resettle him for 20 to 40 minutes with a lot of patting. This is his current routine. 7 a.m. Uh, breastfeed, 8am breakfast, 9.30, 9.40, he'll sleep, settles within minutes, 11am breastfeed, 12.30, 12.45, lunch, one forty sleep, sometimes he self-settles, sometimes cries for a few minutes, then he's off to sleep, 4pm wakes for a breastfeed, 5pm dinner, 6 to 6.15, bottle of express breast milk, 6.30 to 7 bed. Is he having too much sleep in the day or not enough? How can I get him sleeping longer in the morning? She's requested a 6.30 wake-up, if you can manage that.
1: I think (laughs) 6.30 is very reasonable. But in reality, most little ones will wake between 6 and 6.30. So I think we can swing at either of those. Um, For a 7 o'clock start, he's probably having enough sleep. But generally, at six months, they're taking three sleeps in the day. Um, His first sleep seems to be, from what we're reading, about an hour and a half. And his second sleep could be anywhere up to two and a half hours. So if that's the case, he's getting plenty of sleep during the day. I wouldn't compromise any of that sleep. Um, If he wakes earlier than the seven o'clock, though, he probably needs a third sleep because he would get himself more and more overtired. So if he woke at seven, that time frame is perfectly fine but I think if he woke in the 6s and the 6.30 you'd have to put a, a third sleep in because he might get himself overtired. And what happens is when they get overtired, they don't feed well at the end of the day. And that could have an impact on him waking earlier in the morning. So if he's had a day where it's been a little bit more struggle and he's stayed awake a little bit longer, by the time he does the breastfeed at 6.30 at night, he is exhausted. So he doesn't feed properly and so therefore he wakes up earlier so that would be the first one I would look at and then I would swing your pattern anywhere from when he wakes up from 6 to 6 30 or from 6 to 7 actually so the only problem that I can see here is when he wakes at 5 and five thirty, and that one I think you're actually doing the right thing I would leave him alone until he starts to grumble and carry on and then I do a little bit of resettling to see if he can push him through that window um, of the six o'clock Marker. So I think in this case, I would examine what he's doing at the end of the day. He might be overeating and therefore not drinking enough, and that's what's actually occurring when he wakes up. He wakes up hungry in the morning. So have a go with that and see if that works for you. All right, and the next
0: question comes from Sir. It's a Facebook question. Yep. My baby is six and a half weeks. I'm having to wake her at night for her feeds as she's putting on weight slowly. At what age can you leave them to sleep?
1: At six and a half weeks, um I think this is a weight-related one. So it depends on where your weight is going because generally speaking, by six and a half weeks, I have them feeding about every three to four hours in the day depending on when they wake. And then at night, I let them go. And when they wake, I feed them because they're hungry and they feed better but because there's a weight issue lying behind this it would depend on what that weight was so if it was quite a low and a very slow weight gain you probably have to wake them every four hours until your weight gain is steady and consistent and a weight gain is usually roughly around 150 grams a week or more so once you start seeing that pattern develop then I think you can easily then let that baby wake and and they'll feed more efficiently so you need that consistent weight going on before you can let them go at night.
0: And if um, the baby does start,
1: um, let's just
0: say she progresses from here on in at a normal weight gain rate. Is there an age where, what would you say is the age where babies can sleep through without waking to feed? Uh, As long as their
1: weight is maintained, it can be anything. It could be six weeks. But what we see in general Mm. is that I would say that around the 12-week mark, you might get some what we call complete sleep-throughs, you know, go down between 6.30 and 7.30 and wake up any time after 6.00. So 12 weeks is what I've seen the most consistent. Um, And it also depends on the definition of sleep-through the night. Yes. So it's very varied with everyone, yes. but mm-hmm. in, a, in the contents of a proper sleep through the night, you usually don't see that till in regular pattern on the average sleeper six and a half months, yeah, to eight, say, eight, nine months. I don't before. Mine did it till nine or ten yes. months. And it, it's, it depends even when it's your first child and your second child, you know, yes. your confidence level on going, actually, you don't need to feed or, you know, you're not feeding problems. So there's so many varies that come into it. But in doing it themselves, they can actually do it from 12 weeks.
0: I guess, you, yeah. And you also don't want to hear at six and a half weeks that it's going to be another... Eight months before you can sleep. We'll just say it slowly. (laughs) Mm, Maybe you've got the unicorn. Good luck, sir. Uh, This is a Facebook direct message from Nicole. She has a 13-month-old who has never slept through the night. She's okay with it, but he can't resettle himself without having a bottle. He doesn't fall asleep while having the bottle, but it just settles him enough. I know he doesn't need it, but he won't get back to sleep without it. The other thing is he is waking 80% of the time because he does a poo. I'm not sure how to teach him to resettle when he obviously needs changing. This happens in his day sleeps too. I've been told by my MCH nurse that I need to reduce his bottles, But when he's waking three times a night and needs changing, I have no other option but to give him a bottle because we both need sleep, as does the rest of my house. I've been told to do intermittent settling with him and Mm. I have tried that in the past without luck. Maybe I just need to try again for a few nights, but the poo situation doesn't help because I don't know if he's upset because he doesn't know how to get to sleep or because he's done a poo. He has three meals and two snacks per day, but I'm having trouble varying up his food because he's not the best eater. He doesn't really get it yet. He's been on solids for a bit, but still has some trouble as in gagging, etc. He has a bottle of 240 mils of formula before each sleep, but it's rare that he finishes it all, but it does happen. He has between two to three sleeps per day. Sometimes he drops the last one. The other days he needs it. He wakes between 5.15 and 6 a.m. most morning and goes to bed between 6.30 and 7 at night. He wakes on average twice, but it can be once and also often is more. He won't resettle without a bottle, so when I'm sleep deprived and just need him to sleep, I give it to him. But again, he rarely finishes it. He doesn't fall asleep with the bottle. He is always awake and then rolls over. Of course, that doesn't always work, but he just doesn't know how to get himself to sleep. And if we are in the room, he is worse.
1: I think this is this is probably the most difficult because there's elements of what you should be doing and and then the element of him sleeping well and you don't mind getting up to him but the problem is he needs a bottle to go back to sleep the bottle is the problem. So the fact that he doesn't fall asleep off the bottle is a good thing. I think that's a really good thing. The reason he's probably pooping so much is the amount of food and the amount of fluid he's taking in a 24-hour period. So the average 13, 14-month-old is really only on two bottles in the day. So if you calculate how much he's taking over his three bottles in the day before the two sleeps, or maybe even three sleeps, if he has three sleeps, and then he, so he's so he got to start with from seven in the morning till seven at night, he's, he's taken over 700 mils if he's drank most of the 240 mils that you've been offering him. So that is probably the reason coupled with his three meals and his two snacks is why he's pooping sort of in an erratic pattern and you're having to naturally get up and change him because of it. So we need to decrease and pull back. The problem with the night, with the association of the sucking to... to Um, comfort him to go then to be relaxed enough to go to sleep is a separate problem so at 13 months he should have between two and three bottles in 24 hours Um, so I would give him a morning bottle when he got up and because you're having to give it to him before he goes to sleep I wouldn't change that First, so I'd give him his breakfast. Make sure you don't overfeed him too much for his breakfast. But it sounds like he's not eating a huge amount, and I think that's because of the milk. So that'll increase as the milk decreases. So give him his breakfast before he goes to bed um, for his first sleep of the day. only give him about 150 and 150 in the second sleep of the day in his lunchtime. And then in the evening, give him his 240 mils. So we're going to start with that basis. Then overnight when he wakes for the next couple of nights, you're only going to give him 60 mils. So, we're going to really decrease that milk quantity first before we start getting rid of the bottles. So, bring it right down to 60 mils. Um, that'll decrease it, and make him feel so much more comfortable without all of that milk in his system, and that might increase his eating and his variability on his eating during the day. So that's your first little one. Do that for a couple of days. Don't change anything else. Then the next couple of days when you feel confident with that, it's the first time he wakes, he needs to be resettled. Send your partner in to resettle him. That must be around the 10, 11 o'clock stage by the sounds of it. Send your partner in to do the resettling. Rock, pat, pick him up, give him a cuddle, pop him down. It's about the taking away the bottles not so much about how he got to sleep initially then the next bottle he gets his 60 mil I mean sorry his next wake he gets the 60 mils the next one he gets resettled again so do this across a weekend when you can be supported by your partner and less effect on the whole family and I know you're really really tired but this is the only way it's going to stop without doing full-on all bottles gone and control crime which is just too hard for everybody so hopefully you could hear this back and you're going to jot down those little steps and see how much improves over the next couple of weeks
0: chris minogue and helpline on fee play love will be back answering more questions right after this now back to your questions with helpline and chris minogue there is a question from facebook now from jacqueline she has an almost five month old Hi, Chris. My almost five-month-old has just started rolling from back to tummy only. He will roll onto his tummy when we put him down in his cot to sleep. However, it means he doesn't sleep for longer than one and a half hours as he will wake up and cry out for help. He used to wake three hourly for a feed at night. He's express breastfed, Um, but now he's waking very regularly and it's also harder to put down to sleep. What can we do to get him back to better sleeps? We stopped swaddling him once he started to roll and put him in a sleeveless sleeping bag. He's been in his own cot in his own room since we brought him home. We do use a dummy to help him get to sleep, but he'll often spit it out once he is asleep.
1: Okay. So I think lots of people have this problem when their baby first starts to roll and they wake up really frequently. So once they've got that mobility and you've done all the right and safe things, so you've put him in a sleeping bag, there's nothing in his cot. Then once he rolls over and wakes up in an hour and a half and he's on his front, what you probably just need to do is settle him on his front so that he, when he rolls in his sleep, he works out how to put his head down and go back to sleep in the position that he moves to. So sometimes it might be on his side, sometimes it might be on his front. So when you go in after an hour and a half, you know, he's, you've heard him and you've gone in, is just to maybe gently adjust pat his bottom and, and reassure him to go to sleep in the position you find him then keep correcting the position because if you keep correcting the position every time he wakes up he doesn't know how to go back to sleep he'll call out for you to do it so a couple of nights of just settling him where you find him um short of him being up stuck in a corner um I think will do the trick and he'll go back to sleeping in the normal pattern that you were expecting before.
0: Excellent. This email is from Nicole. I have a two-year-old and a four-year-old. My two-year-old is the perfect sleeper. My four-year-old Yay. is not. Oh. She was diagnosed with obstructive sleep apnea. She was snoring all night and not getting much sleep due to this. She recently had her tonsils and adenoids removed and her snoring has resolved completely. However, I feel she is chronic. She, that she is chronically overtired and is just used to that feeling. She finds it very difficult to get to sleep and doesn't lay still. She's constantly fidgeting and wiggling, but sleep-ins and but sleeps in and I need to wake her most mornings. We have a consistent bedtime routine and have tried changing her bedtimes around over the past year or so, ranging from 6.30 till 8 p.m. What we do at the moment is, after our regular bedtime routine, she's taken to her room and is allowed to read books until she's tired or eight o'clock, whichever is first. Then she's put into bed and normally goes to sleep around 8.30, nine o'clock. I don't, know, I don't think she's getting in a, to sleep early enough and her morning sleep-ins are validation of this. I hate waking her in the morning because I feel she generally doesn't get enough sleep and if I wake her, then I'll contribute to the problem. So I generally let her sleep until 7.30am or 9, to 9am. 9
1: yep, yep in long? Yeah. in that range.
0: Yes, she does seem hyperactive before bed which leads me to think that she may be overtired and may need to go to bed earlier what would you recommend an earlier bedtime if so how many days would you recommend trialing it how do i keep her in bed we don't have any screen time in the afternoon or evenings uh, she's also tried the Bedtime Explorers, which she loved listening to, but it didn't get her to sleep any earlier.
1: Okay. I think the problem here is the variation in the waking in the morning. So she wakes between 7 30 and 9 o'clock, and a four year old has about a 13 hour day. So if she woke, at, even if you woke her at 7 30 in the morning, she won't be tired till 8 30 at night, which seems to be the pattern of where she's trying to fall asleep. So, of course, if she wakes up at 9 o'clock in the morning, she's not. Not going to be tied till 10 o'clock at night. So the only thing I would change here is the time she gets up in the morning to regulate her to see if that fixes the problem. So I would probably have her up if if the latest you want to put her to bed is eight o'clock at night, I'd have her up by seven in the morning. And I think if you did this for three or four days, her sleep behaviour would regulate. So if she got up at seven it would be reasonable that she would be tired by eight. You could just leave your pattern of behavior going, but at eight o'clock I would turn everything down, turn everything off off and see if she can go to sleep from that point. So I think this is the the wiggle room in the morning is actually affecting the way she goes to sleep at night and because each day is different you're not sure when she should be going to sleep. So it's about a 13 hour day at this point so I would have probably wake her by seven to have her in bed by eight which is reasonable for a four year old and then she's getting about 11 hours sleep and yeah give yourself about three or four days and see if that works.
0: Okay, good luck, Nicole. Uh, this is an email from Jade. She has an early rising two-year-old uh, turning three in six weeks, and he's testing her patience. Mm. He's been waking at 5.15 a.m. every morning and refusing to go back to sleep. In fact, he yells and tries to push push down the baby gate. Oh. He goes to sleep around 7 p.m. if he hasn't napped, and 8 p.m. if he has, of which the nap is maxed at one hour. Waking up before 2:30 p.m. We used we used a sleep training clock, which worked for some time, but he totally ignores it now. His room is dark, although uh, the corridor outside his room, when the sun's up, it's really obvious. Especially yeah. now that it's summer. We've tried to ask him to stay in his room and just read books if he can't go back to sleep, but he just kicks up a fuss until we get up. He's generally okay, even if he gets up this early, but I'm not. Huh. Ha. Well, from Jade. that's.
1: I think you're doing all the right things, Jade. Like you've adjusted um, his sleep. If he has a sleep in the day, the only thing I could suggest, because you're actually doing all the right things, is to drop his day sleep. So the inconsistency of that day sleep, because I'm sure there's some days where he doesn't sleep, and um, more days where he probably does sleep, because he wakes so early. It's that sleep in the day coupled with the amount of sleep he has by the time you put him down through to five o'clock is is why he's so alert at five o'clock in the morning. So I personally would reduce his sleep down to 40 minutes for a week and then down to 20 minutes. And you might be able to keep that 20 minutes for a little bit longer. So 20 minutes um, would be in a car or a nap on the couch or something like that in quite a an environment so it's not such a deep sleep or you might have to drop his day sleep but dropping his day sleep is probably the way to fix this problem right
0: we have an email that's very from... sad
1: news. <laughs> <Yeah>. good luck <laughs> uh we
0: have an email from elizabeth and uh she met us at the babyology high tea in sydney oh lovely Hello again. And uh, we are doing the Babyology um, High Teas again next year. Oh, perfect. stay tuned. We'll let you know when that's all happening. At the High Tea, I asked Chris for some advice about how I can continue to breastfeed when my child goes to childcare at six months. I remember Chris telling me to exclusively breastfeed to eight weeks and then introduce one bottle, but I don't remember the rest. My baby is now eight (laughs) weeks old. Could you please remind me what to do again?
1: Okay. So you're going to go back to work at six months um, and he's now eight weeks old. So what I normally do is you've got to get in drinking a little bit of bottle every day so that as you get closer to six months, you can introduce the bottle where you need to when you go back to work. So to do that, I do it in a sequence called feed bath feed. So that feed that falls between six o'clock and seven thirty at night, I just give him a small amount of um, either express milk or formula, whatever suits you in a bottle and feed that to him first like 40 mils or 50 mils probably no greater probably at eight weeks I'll probably only do about 40 mils then I give him a bath and then I give him a full breastfeed so if you do it in the reverse if he fills up on the breastfeed he won't take the bottle so you need to do the bottle first and I usually use a slow teat on his bottle so that he's just sucking nice and rhythmically so if you keep this up then as you get closer to the point of going back to work, it will be a much easier transition to be able to then introduce the one or two bottles that you might need to do when you go back to work. So start it now and keep it up and I think you'll find that the transition will be much, much easier. Good luck with that, Elizabeth. This is
0: a... Question from Tomoyo on Facebook. My 11-month-old has started to wake up in the middle of the night between 1 and 3 a.m. and it takes me 30 to 60 minutes to get him back down. He wakes up happy-ish, talking to me. We sleep in the same room. And have uh, to cuddle or pat him until he seems sleepy again. We follow your book for his day sleeps, wakes up between 6.30 and 7. Morning sleep starts between 9.30 and 10, ends around 11. And afternoon sleeps start at 2.30, ends around 4.30. Night routine starts at 7.00 bath bottle and lullaby then he settles himself down recently though he seems to struggle to go down for the day naps in the morning sometimes doesn't fall asleep until ten thirty, which pushes the afternoon nap sometimes to 3 to 5 p.m and i have the f- feeling this may be contributing to this his wake-ups thank yep. you for your wisdom always
1: oh you're thank a wise you. woman chris <laughs> I think with an 11-month-old, I would have him up by 4.30 every day. So even if the day's pushed out and he's gone to bed at 3, I would have him up by 4.30. And with an 11-month-old, if he got up at 4.30 and he's not tired at 7, you could probably put him down at 7.30. So you've got a little bit of a window. They tend to need three hours from when they woke up in the afternoon to when they go to bed at night. So if you want him to go to bed at 7, you probably need to have him up by 4.00. Okay, so that might help the wakefulness at night, but I suspect the bigger problem at night is he's 11 months old and he knows you're in the bed over there. So he's now at the stage where he wakes up. He can sort of sense you're in the room or he can hear you're in the room and he gets up and he wants to have a chat to you. So he's pointing at you and he knows you're just over there. So you might have to consider either being very, very strong and not moving at all if you want to stay in the room with him or it might be time for him to go and visit his room next door. So I, that's a very personal thing for everyone, but I suspect that wake up in the middle of the night is just purely because he's aware that you're in the bed over there and he's, he wants to get up and be with you. So adjust the day to see if it makes a difference, but otherwise consider that maybe if it suits you, it's time for him to go to his room.
0: Okay. This is an email from Jean. She has a four-month-old. Our four-month-old is fully breastfed, wakes every three hours on average for feeds overnight and has started self-settling at night after feeds. However, he will always wake two hours after his late evening feed, usually around 10pm, regardless of how much he's fed previously and won't resettle unless fed or held in someone's arms. I would like to get rid of this 12am feed as I feel it's unnecessary but don't know what's causing him to wake. We've ruled out wind and him being cold or hot. He naps four times a day, usually Mm -hmm. at 8.30 or 9.00 8.30 or, tw- 8 or 9, 10.30 till 12, 1.30 till 3 and 4.30 till 5 and okay. feeds every day during the day too. And feeds every...
1: And during the day. Yeah.
0: With a cluster feed at 5pm then 6.30pm. Also, how can we tell if he's ready to drop to three naps as he often fights his morning nap but don't think he would last until bedtime if he dropped this nap?
1: Okay. So a four-month-old usually is still taking four Um, sleeps in the day and the last one is usually getting difficult. They usually drop it somewhere around four and a half to five months and I usually do that anywhere even in my arms because I know it's going to go. So if he's struggling a little bit but needs that sleep just give him a pat in your arms and let him doze off for 15 minutes and that should do the trick. The second thing here is and what this doesn't say, but it sort of alludes to is, are you waking him at 10 o'clock at night? Because if you're waking him at 10 o'clock at night to do a dream feed, um, he may not be hungry. He's naturally hungry at 12 o'clock. So that's the only little bit we don't know whether you're waking him as a dream feed or whether he's waking at 10. So if you're waking him as a dream feed, he's probably telling you that he's not the dream feed baby. He wants to wake at 12. He would sleep through till 12, feed better, and then, Probably sleep another three to four hours from there. If it's not, and he's waking at 10 and you're feeding him at 10, and then he's waking at 12, check the way he's feeding at 10. How strong is it? How long is it? How effective is it? Um, So that when he wakes at 12, maybe send your partner in to settle him and get him to settle down um, because he shouldn't need a feed two hours later at this age. So it depends which one of those that you're doing, but you've got an idea of how to fix it either way.
0: You know, that was actually our last question. So um, that's all we have for today on helpline and feed play love thank you for your questions on the facebook live or for writing in and chris once again thank you for your time oh, it's always a pleasure this has been helpline on feed play love hosted by me siobhan hunt if you want to ask chris your questions for the next episode you can email them to us directly the email is helpline at parentbrand.com.au.